0: どういうことなんだこれは 3WA
1: の僕雑誌で見たこと
2: Kissing and water bottles will be used. Damn right. Fists will fly at this location as we begin another episode of Dirty Pear Project Pod, a watch-along podcast for the beloved Cult Classic anime series from 1985. A Dirty Pear. I am your host
3: aaron and my co-host paul is here too i'm the one with the cats who are going to get sprayed with a water bottle if they don't calm the hell down
2: that's right uh today we are god it is episode 17 did i already say that who knows and who cares episode 17 come out come out assassin and uh i'm not gonna ruin it for you guys but uh this is one of my favorite episodes of the series
3: Possibly my favorite episode of the series. Would this qualify as a bottle episode? It all takes that place shit, in one location.
2: I mean, I don't know. No, it doesn't.
3: There's an alleyway. There's outer okay. space. Okay. I guess there's, there's a, a ship. There's a there's the tarmac where they're getting on the ship. That's right. I guess you're right. I guess you got a point. It's good either way. You know what? I guess you got is a summary of this episode.
2: That's probably not very accurate. You guess
3: right. Lay it on me. Okay, episode 17 Come Out Come Out Assassin. This summary comes from Animeg number 4, Grey Digital Target Manga Preview Anime Fanzine 1988 publishing date on that one access through archive.org. Thank you. archive.org. <sighs> One fearsome stormy night somewhere in Eleanor City, a 3WA agent is murdered in an almost forgotten alleyway. When his body is later found by authorities, there is no doubt that his executioner was the infamous super spy known as Sanderik. It is believed that Sanderick has booked a flight on the Starliner Babel 107, but finding him may prove difficult, as none of the handful of passengers are quite what they seem, Kay and Yuri notwithstanding. Kay poses as a nun on sabbatical, while Yuri goes undercover as a stewardess. Events move quickly. One of the passengers steals the ship's emergency shuttle, Kay and Yuri discover the flight crew murdered, and worst of all, the navigational computer has been rigged to send the ship plunging into a black hole. To further complicate matters, the stolen shuttle explodes only a few parsecs away. That's what it says right here. Okay, sure. Honestly, pretty accurate they aren't kidding events move quickly events do move
2: quickly this is a fucked up little episode there's a lot of fucked up stuff happening in this in this episode and
3: there it's is a great. lot of stuff
2: it's a fucked up little episode this one was written by Michiru Shimada, uh who we have uh we have met before also did some writing for a little show i like to call little witch academia hey now we're talking yeah and uh, another show called You're Under Arrest, which sounds really familiar to me, but I don't think I've ever seen it. I've, I have have seen it,
3: but I don't I think I've ever watched it. I might be confusing it
2: with, uh, with uh, Case Closed, which I think is the Detective Conan.
3: Yes, Case Closed is Detective Conan.
2: Yeah, I think uh, maybe I'm confusing it there. And that's But whatever, it stood out to me. That's, that's how I do it as I scroll through everything that they've done. And then I go like, oh, this title stands out to me. Uh, speaking of titles that stand out to me uh storyboards uh by takaya mitsutani who we have also met before uh mitsutani uh works on magical angel creamy mommy which we had a long discussion about this is probably longer than we needed to was that a couple episodes ago three or four was episodes that on ago. mic or off mic that was i think that was on the show we were like hey what the fuck is magical angel creamy mommy and we like went down a little rabbit hole uh, maybe that was off mic. I don't know. It Doesn't matter. Uh, Mizutani also storyboarded uh, one of the endings for uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't know which one. It doesn't say. It just said uh, ED <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho, and I was like, okay. I don't know which one. Let's pretend it's the Sayonara Bye Bye. Yeah. Uh, I Mizutani love that one. also. It's so good. <laughs> Mizutani, they're both good.
1: Chee chee chee. Mizutani.
2: Also uh, also the director of this episode. And man, what an episode this is. What an opening this is. Now, to give away, I guess, to sort of place this uh, recording in, in time, I played the shit out of Alan Wake 2. And this episode starts in a rainy alley and a guy is running away from an unseen assailant he stops turns around he's caught he's at a dead end. We see the barrel of a gun we see the flash of gunfire this man's dead and then we get it's not quite like a noir voiceover but it kind of is from it's K. It's is it, co- it it's K Oh it is K uh does this voiceover? To inform us that Alan Jamis, uh, who is one of the 3WA's best crime consultants, was killed by this guy he's been chasing for 13 years, the assassin Sundrick. However, uh, he managed to leave an important bit of information, which is that Sundrick will definitely be on Babel Flight 107 Departing from the planet
1: Solomon 3WA, Alan As
2: this voiceover is happening, we get the body in the alley. Then it transitions to a shot of like the police and the crime scene. Then it transitions to the spaceport and we see a spaceship uh, taking off. I've written the spaceship looks cool, which it does. It does look cool. And then it, I th- I believe the final shot is a uh, uh, is the the titular Babel Flight one hundred and seven on the tarmac and then title card.
3: Yep, getting right into it, just like last episode, getting right into yeah, it. Yeah, this is another kind of short,
2: snappy opening. A lot happens. We get Kay's really cool voiceover. Like I could I could hear. Uh, James McCaffrey going, like, telling me that fucking Alan Jameis had been killed by uh, the assassin
3: Sundrick. The assassin Sundrick. He left behind one crucial piece of information. Sundrick was going to be on flight 107, leaving the planet Solomon the very next day.
2: Yeah, it's cool. But also, I've been playing Alan Wake 2 for a while, so like my brain's poisoned.
3: It's so uh, ah hmm. Not a video game podcast, good. but boy, boy, Ooh. let's hmm. Remedy, remedy. Ooh, Ooh. yes. Okay. Hey. Okay. Anyway, okay. we get our title yeah, card. This is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> title card happens. <laughs> And, uh, and and we get, get the pre flight um, checks. Yeah, pre flight check, cabin pressure, which is normal. cool.
2: Again, like I, this is my shit. I love watching like them just like okay, and it's like a normal, like a normal day, man. A fairly normal thing. I've written, um, I've written. They make you hop on
3: these flights from the tarmac. They
2: you you don't get a jetway for your fucking spaceship.
3: Well, it has to be from the tarmac, otherwise. This mysterious Otherwise, man cannot pull up on a motorcycle blasting the Song of the Summer.
2: Why, you mean Bobbit Huey? Yeah. No re- no relation to Bobby Huey, I guess. No, it changed the same guy. their mind. They,
3: they changed it's their definitely minds about the same about, guy. Yeah, it's the same song.
2: It is. It is the Song of the Summer. Rolls up on his. Uh, blasting
3: on his, his own single. Yeah, which is Jesus. Lame Jesus. as hell, man.
2: Uh, yeah. Kay identifies him as Bobbitt Huey, the superstar heartthrob. And then as as and uh, Bobbitt like pushes by a guy to get on the get on the ship. The guy he pushes by is Marcus. Uh, Marcus like turns to Kay, who is again, uh, she is dressed as a nun, and he's like he says something like, "You should teach that boy about the word of God," or something. <laughs> he says something like, "Teach him how to be a better person."
3: If you if you really are a servant of God, why don't you tell him a thing or two about God's teachings for crying out loud?
0: Yeah, man, it is. <laughs> 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 <through the> <laughs> <way> <laughs>
1: And then we get
3: then we cut back to Kay's internal narration where she's like, "Oh, that's Marcus. He's a lawyer." Uh, she mentions, like she says out loud, Bob and Huey is like calls him up the yeah, superstar heartthrob.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: Bob and Huey uh, also she... hits on her as he's going by. He says, uh, "Yeah, it's he a says shame something that like some... it's a shame you're a nun. It's a shame someone so beautiful ter- became a nun. If you ever change your mind, I'll be waiting with open arms, sister." And what do you know? That kind of talk really works on. Kay. <laughs> She's blushing. She's into Bob and Huey.
2: We're gonna to have to talk about Kay's taste in men as we as we move through this episode.
3: Well, you know, even the previous episode with the newscaster comes on. She goes, "Hey, he's kind of a hunk." <laughs> like Kay is. Well, yeah. These last few episodes, Kay now, has you're, uh, constantly I, been mentioning her interest in various hunks and heartthrobs, and yeah. I think that continues uh, moving forward as well.
2: I th- I think so. I mean, it's it's part of Kay's.
3: It is part deal. of her whole thing.
2: Yeah. Um. She she identifies Marcus. In her internal monologue as he's he is a lawyer and he's on to he's on his way to planet uh, Pellicide. Yes. Uh, or, or maybe Pellicide is I guess Pellicide is the the end point for Babel Flight 107.
3: Yes, he's he's he is both on his way to planet Pellicide and also this flight is a direct flight to Pellicide.
2: Yeah, and he is um, he's on his way to to meet with a influential politician and uh, conduct some sort of shady backroom deal, and like um, I don't know if she does it at this point, but at some point she like looks at Marcus and and makes a a comment to herself that like oh he's pretending to be a good guy I see, but it's clear that this dude is uh is not a great person.
3: Yeah, she's got little pictures, photographs of everybody, little dossiers.
2: She identifies the uh, uh, another two passenger passengers. There's uh, Margaret. Uh, tyner who's a nurse and her son jack they do not know who the father is this flight is not full i wrote you'd never see this shit nowadays the idea of there being like six people on this big-ass spaceship flight and they didn't just cancel the flight is insane to me but there are only like six people on this flight and that
3: includes Kay and yuri Uh, presumably interstellar flight uh, or you know even space flight you have a launch window, right? Like at some point you have to launch this ship or you have to wait till the planets align again, as it were. But also they do it this, they do it this way because this way there are what, six passengers, uh, including Ralph Ray, an illustrator who asks to sit next to her on what you said again, extremely empty flight.
2: Yeah. And then Ralph like gets up in his light and goes to the toilet. And Kay comments, like, man, he is really on that
3: toilet, huh? Yeah.
2: Because he has not come back.
3: Taking his time in the restroom.
2: Yeah. And because he isn't there sitting next to her, I said she's, she's trying to decide whether or not to forsake her fake nun vows and hit on Bobbitt Huey. Uh, but then Yuri steps in and she's like, oh, miss, you dropped your Bible. and inside the bible is a note that says we're on a mission
3: yeah please be more careful with your belongings
2: yeah her belongings includes
3: her her precious virginity (laughs) the unsaid thing is don't forget what's mine says yuri yeah
2: yeah and then there's a gunshot and we cut to the cockpit and the the co-pilot has a a bullet wound to the arm and he's like captain what the fuck Yuri uh, is banging on the door, trying to get in, and she's finally like, "Everybody's, everybody, get back!" And she pulls a gun from a, a hidden holster under her skirt and uh, blows the door open. But all she does is she sees she sees the captain, who says, "Farewell, Angel," and he shoots himself in the head. That's yeah. right. Maybe we want to put a. Tr- a warning, a content warning, for discussion of suicide on this episode.
0: So <laughs> what Yeah,
3: because he he just kills himself, he and kills also himself. apparently uh, finishes the job on his co-pilot before he does. Before she, yeah, breaks the co-pilot open the
2: door. is. Uh, the co-pilot, I guess, gets shot again.
3: Because he is also dead on the floor. Because
2: he's dead. Yeah, she, uh, Yuri, like, kneels down and checks his vitals, and she's like, shit, he's dead. And it turns out that the controls and communication uh, are have been uh, cut, and the flight path has been set to a black hole. And overriding this flight plan requires some kind of key phrase or password to get control back. And they will... Everybody's going to die in ninety minutes. Basically, is what.
3: It's lucky. Luckily, the illustrator shows up at that moment to say, "Did I just hear that we're heading towards a black hole and the flight path is locked?" Like, yes, that's. Yeah.
2: Look, they they want to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. Uh, and then my ne- very next note was, shouldn't there be escape pods on a space liner like this? We've seen them before, and I'm, you know, it it turns out yes, there is. Uh, there is a, uh, there is an escape pod.
3: But it's been sabotage.
2: Uh Ralph and Marcus both kind of start making a fuss. Kay tells him to shut the fuck up, basically, and then and then remembers she's a nun, and she's like, Oh, I mean, uh, God will
3: protect us. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Ralph is like, hey, you're the dirty uh the you're
0: the dirty pair from the 3WA, right? Oh, so nano.
1: Oh
2: he says I saw this I saw you guys in a magazine and we saw that magazine. We've seen that magazine. That was in I was it Heart of Creados? It's yeah, it was Heart of Creados, where uh one of the, either Kay or Yuri, is reading the dirty pair, the magazine, and it's them on the cover. Yes. And then okay, yes. Uh then uh Yuri comment or discovers that the escape shuttle's also been sabotaged. Its circuits have also been cut. And uh, she decides the best course of action is to basically stand up and say, "Okay, one of you guys is Sundrak, and uh, you're the only person who can solve this problem quickly enough to to get us out of here, because you're a a, he's a, a genius crypto analyst as well as a cold blooded assassin."
3: Yeah. So she, she's like, she just, just turns and addresses all of the passengers who have all crowded in to see what's going on. I don't know which one of you is Sundric, but we're in dire need of your help now, she says. And uh, Kay's like, what are you doing, Yuri? And and Yuri's like, uh, look, I doubt you want to be swallowed up by a black hole any more than we do. So why don't you help us? Um, Marcus reacts poorly to the news that Sundrick yeah. is here. And then Kay, uh, yeah. Yuri explains that like here's this keypad it's a 9 9 button keypad they need to be pressed in a specific pattern the only one who can do the who can decode it is Sundric. Ralph the illustrator says uh our beloved audience surrogate says who's Sundric? And then Marcus like he's in a Marcus tells him he's an assassin who's known as the cold-hearted killing machine. He's like I think if if Sundric's here I think he should come he should come and just fix yeah, this. You should totally it, do this. It doesn't matter. It's not my concern if he gets arrested, but he should come do it. And then Bob at Huey says, you know, if I was Sundrick, I would just kill I just you I'd just kill all. you
2: guys. Yeah, I'd kill you. I'd pick you off one by one. And then I'd solve the problem. Which, I mean, if Sundrick is invested in keeping his identity a secret, that is exactly what you would do. You would yep. pick everybody off and then solve the problem. But Yuri, uh, Yuri has a solution for this. Which is uh, everyone goes to a separate block of the ship and stays there for 20 minutes. She estimates that 20 minutes is more than enough time for Sundrick to sneak out of his block, decode the program, and sneak back. And nobody's got to see who he is.
3: Yeah, so she, she sends everybody to their... Everybody goes to their corners.
2: Yep. Kay and Jack are uh, walking through the hallway and uh, Jack is playing Mary Had a Little Lamb on his melodica, which that's a hell of a hobby. I mean, like, who picks up a melodica? This kid is like seven or eight years old, maybe, and he's, he's onto melodicas now. I had to look up what a melodica was.
3: Yeah, I didn't know what that was, so I just uh, described it as one of those little keyboards you blow into.
2: Yeah, come on, uh, check my search history that just says keyboard mouth instrument. Uh, <laughs> yeah okay i knew there was a specific term for it but i keep i my problem is every time i see a keyboard my first instinct instinct is guitar. and i knew it wasn't a guitar. you don't blow into keytars a keytar. are not blown into melodicas are blown into it's a terrible sounding tune it's mary had a little lamb
3: it's not that toy saxophone that jack black uses either yeah where does she
2: keep the alcohol? What the fuck are we learning today?
3: Mary had a little lay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, I yes. Think so it's, it's,
2: I think it's Baba Blacksheep. Whatever.
3: Hot cross buns. Oh, yeah. There's a few things about buns. <laughs> and fingering. <And> finger. <laughs> I'm going to cut all this. But <laughs> this is just fine. This is way too inside
2: for... A, <laughs> this is just for us. This is just yeah, for way this too fun.
3: inside baseball here. Um,
2: okay. Kids on his melodica. Jack. And Kay's like, hey, who taught you how to play that? And the kid does not respond. He just keeps playing. And then we get a, uh, a panicked shout from Marcus that uh, Ralph is trying to escape in the shuttle. And uh, Yuri gets on, the, gets on the comm, the internal, like the intercom, I guess. And is like, no, you fucking idiot. The circuit's cut. It's going to blow up. If you leave and try to fire up those engines, you're going to explode. And Ralph is like, whatever. See you later, fuckers.
3: He's and like, I don't believe you. Listen off. to that. It, it the, the engine is working just fine. And then, and then uh, he blows up. He's like, ha ha ha, I'm out of here. And then, yeah, the, sh- the shuttle explodes. Uh, I do. Commercial I, I, I did make a note that we never see a shot of Ralph in the shuttle. It's all external shots of the shuttle.
2: It's uh, yeah, ex- external shots of the shuttle, and just Ralph on the uh, like on the ship to ship intercom, uh, which I guess is not the same as communications.
3: No, it would be like the internal.
2: Presumably, the yeah, like the internal comms, or like the short short range comms. In the case of the shuttle, since he's like he flies away on the shuttle, and is like ha ha, and then, and then blows up, and then we go to commercial break.
3: Uh, we come we come back to uh, just a bunch of cool panning shots of the interior of this starliner. To to me, that reads as
2: like the the crew is like, hey man, we made some really good fucking backgrounds for this one. So if you could just uh, find some reasons if you could to, just pan, over reason to pan over these backgrounds we did for a little bit,
3: yeah. And it is cool. It, it it establishes this sort of the mood, which is we are stuck on a doomed starliner that is heading to a black hole. Yeah,
2: we're gonna get event horizon.
3: Yeah, Kay and Yuri uh, have are have dropped their disguises. Now they're in their work outfits.
2: Yep, and they're they've both got uh, little camera feeds uh, routed yeah. to like these little pads.
3: Yeah, and they're both monitoring the cockpit door. They want to see Sundrick. Uh, see if they can catch Sundrek. even as yuri muses that he probably already knows that they put the, the she calls him like spy eyes i think she's like he yeah. probably already knows these are here and then she's like you know he'd probably attack us first since we're the biggest threat and then well she, and she says
2: she also says it'll only take him like two minutes to crack this yeah. code and then he, ha- he she she says basically it's only going to take him two minutes to crack this code so we'll have plenty of time to kill everyone after he cracks the code. Uh and then yeah, she says, and he'd want to deal with Kay and myself first, because we're
3: the biggest threats. And then she is immediately shot at. Yeah, and she shouts out the name Sundric. Uh, and then this is where the the weird uh The big scary monster the big scary monster shows up because Yuri is in a like hollow theater. Yeah, he's just like the creature from a creature feature, I guess. Yeah. So a projector turns on and the the creature shows up, and that's all it's there for. After factoring pretty heavily into the um, the next on yeah, I in think the we had, previous like, multiple
2: shots of it in the episode preview last episode, but <laughs> no, it was just he was
3: just there. It's just there, and then Kay gets grabbed well, no, from Yuri- behind.
2: Oh yeah. You're right. Uh, Kay is in the kitchen uh, and she gets grabbed from behind. And then we cut back to Yuri, who uh, takes some returns fire and turns out the guy shooting at her was was Marcus. And Marcus yeah. is like, I'm I'm not Sundric. I just I figured if I killed you and Yuri, then Sundric would reveal himself. Because then he yeah. wouldn't be in danger of getting arrested anymore.
3: Yeah, she shoots out the projector and that flips the lights back on. And it reveals Marcus is in there with her. Yeah.
2: And then we see who's assaulting Kay in the kitchen. Uh, and it's Bobbitt Huey who really does seem like he wants to sexually assault. Boy, content warnings all over the shot. Uh, it seems like he's going to force himself on Kay. Yeah, he just seems like a pervert. She kicks him in the fucking face uh which is great go k uh and uh and Bobbitt huey's big pitch is hey we're about to die we're alone. or no he says we're alone and we might die let's bang it'll be extra hot cuz we might die
0: uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah!
1: <laughs> Which kinda
0: works on Kay a little. <laughs>
2: and then she's like, Oh, you're just a pervert. Uh, and and he says, I'm not just a pervert. I'm the world's biggest pervert. Yeah. As if that's a good excuse, which
3: d- fails entirely to to win K over now. And then he tries a dother tack and says, yeah, well, his- I'm Sundrick, and I was going to kill everybody, but I've fallen for you. And she says, uh, I believe you about falling for me, but not about
0: everything else. I'm Antony I've just written the vibes are rancid. Yeah, he's, uh,
1: and,
0: he's then I, and
1: then I a wrote, rancid little
2: and then boy. Please, Kay, I'm begging you to have better taste in dudes. Because, like, every so often she gives him a look like this kind of works for her. And I'm like,
3: no, no. I have a feeling it works for her because she knows she can kick his ass.
2: I think that's what it is.
3: I think what she's interested in is the thought of turning the tables on this guy over and over again, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to peg him.
2: I was going to say, yeah, this guy thinks he's thinks he's going to be able to get down and dirty, but he's he's going to get pegged. And he and honestly, Bobbitt Huey does not strike me as a dude who's into getting pegged. Uh, but he also strikes me as a total fucking scumbag. So I'm not drawing a correlation between not wanting to get pegged and being a scumbag. I'm just saying I'm just st- stating the facts of what are there before me. Uh, K basically starts ignoring him. And goes back to looking at the camera feeds and uh, uh, spots Margaret wandering the halls. We actually get it. There's a really cool shot where it's K raises the pad and looks at it. And then we get the shot of the camera feed that she's looking at with Margaret on it. And then we get Yuri holding the pad looking at the same camera feed. So it like we transition from, from K to Yuri by cutting to the thing they're looking at, and then it cuts back. So they've both spotted Margaret and Yuri. Yuri takes off to confront her. Um, Jack actually finds Margaret first, because I guess Jack is just wandering around the ship.
3: I think he's looking for his mother.
2: Yeah, looking for where where his mom went. So then we get... <sighs> boy, then we get this. Yuri's like, you're looking for something. What are you looking for? And Margaret like pulls out a locket.
3: Yeah, an amulet. It's a picture of her inside. It was the captain's.
2: Yeah, she says that the captain was Jack's father. He did not know that he was Jack's father. He didn't know that she had a kid because uh, she was fucked up on drugs, and the two separated on account of her being fucked up on drugs.
3: She yeah, she was a drug addict, and it's it's Yuri that kind of reveals that because the yeah, Margaret she points says out, like, like oh. some marks on her neck. Marks on her neck. Uh, Margaret says, like, oh, we separated, you know, six years ago or whatever before Jack was born. And Yuri says, was it because of your jug addiction? You know, she's like, I, I, I you know, I just noticed the marks on your neck. Margaret says this was all a coincidence that, you know, we were on this, sh- that we happened to be aboard this flight that he was the captain of. Uh, he saw them. He apparently went crazy. Which I don't... <sighs> Well, it's like, as she says, it's like out of shame. I think he killed the captain did all that because most likely because he saw Jack and me, she says, Uh, maybe he didn't want to go alone. It's the shame of uh, either having separated from her due to her drug addiction or like that she had a kid and didn't tell him. I I think maybe the the ultimate shame was like because what he says, like. The the captain, like, has this little rant where he says, like, we're all such garbage. We're all trash. We're all terrible people. And that's and then, you know, he shoots himself in the head or whatever.
2: Yeah, he says, like, bur- let's burn to ashes together or something. Yeah, let's
3: all burn together or whatever. And I think it's you're meant to say you're meant to sort of draw the conclusion that his leaving her while she was addicted, while she was dealing with a drug addiction, is seen as a failure like he wasn't strong enough, and in in leaving her, he he left her to then raise a child that he didn't know about on his own, and then it's a whole like kind of chickens coming home to roost thing, and it drives him. I guess whatever reason he he commits suicide. It's it, yeah, it drives his him right honor over the can't edge. his honor can't take it or whatever. Yeah, I know that drug addiction is a really big deal in Japan. Like drug use is 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 a really big deal. Uh, right? And,
2: if yeah, if you get busted for drugs and you're a celebrity you you cease to exist in the public yeah. eye completely
3: and yeah they go just to, like, like erase the, you. that actor in judgment like that dude for judgment
2: yes yeah where judgment. he was
3: just completely taken out of the game because he was uh you know he was busted with 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 drugs so i think there's something that something of that factors into this whole yeah, situation yeah. but ultimately the captain killed himself because the story demanded that there not be anybody who could fly the plane Right. Well, they, they not needed, be anybody who yeah, could unlock the uh, unlock the unlock the console. So whatever yeah. he does it, and that's what they find out. Uh, and, and like that's it's like, wow, boy, that's a lot. Um,
2: yeah, that's a lot. I've I've written uh, uh, not a great plan, dude.
3: I wrote uh, the lawyer Marcus uh, then decides just to get drunk. Uh, Kay and yep. Yuri now are are actively engaged trying to break the code. They're they've given up on trying to get Sundrick to to go in there and break it for them. There's a challenge question that's, who does the cute sheep belong to?
2: But on the screen it says, who, who's this the lovely sheep is, is what flashes up. It's like, who's this, and then it flashes the lovely sheep, or it says, who's this, and then it flashes the lovely, and then it flashes sheep is, I think. I, r- I wrote down the computer, the computer screen text because it was funny to me.
3: Yeah, who's this the lovely sheep is? Kay at one
2: point punches in Ghoulie's telephone number. And Yuri's like, this isn't the time for jokes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she goes, wait,
3: what was that one? And she goes, oh, that was Goody's telephone number.
2: They, they get down to seven minutes left. Uh, Jack starts playing fucking Mary Had a Little Lamb again and Yuri realizes that this must be the code seemingly with no no prompting. She's just like, oh,
3: well, she she's, she's like pushing oh, right. the buttons and she realizes as he's playing and she like, like as she's pushing the buttons, the tones match ups uh, enough for her to be like, wait a second. This is yeah, it. This is, and so she she puts it, it in
2: uh, and she says Sundrick Sundrick taught you that song, huh? So that he could he could give them. He could give them the code without revealing who he was. So he, he yeah. taught Jack to play the song, and uh, and they do. They put the code in. They get control back. But then uh, the self destruct sequence starts because uh, the captain had rigged self destruct to start if the code got figured out.
3: Yeah, the number four engine is rigged to blow.
2: Yeah. So they have they have five minutes. Kay runs to the back of the ship to disable the self destruct mechanism.
3: She notices that the lawyer is the missing hall, again.
2: Yeah, she sees she sees Marcus's flask on the run, or on the on the ground as she runs, and she's like, "Oh, so you were Sundric. Then she's uh, she's outside. And she's in her uh, another some some cool. Uh, I'm gonna say some some fucking um, 2001 ass looking spacesuits. Yeah, she has three minutes left by the time she reaches the engine according to uh, Yuri, who calls in. She's like, you've got three minutes. And she's like, I know, I know. Uh, But when she gets to the engine, somebody is already working on it. And it is, it's not Marcus, it's Ralph. Yep. Who went to take care of defusing the self-destruct because he says it would take Kay four minutes to do, and he has already done it. Yeah, And then he, he reveals his whole thing is the only reason he was on the flight was to kill Marcus and assume his identity and go to this, and- presumably go to this meeting with the politician mark was supposed marcus was supposed to meet uh, he just he doesn't say that specifically he just says i think oh i need i needed to assume his identity for a job and uh then he pulls a gun on k and yuri uh yuri gets on and she's like hey you need to like you got to get in here we can't fire the engines unless until you're in here because it's not safe Mm-hmm. He uh he shoots Kay's tether and she falls off the ship. And then uh Sundric is like, haha, and then Kay fires a wrist tether to uh and, and catches Sundric again and starts pulling herself up. Uh and he shoots that too. And Kay begins floating away, and Yuri gives a very distressed uh Kay shouting her name. <laughs> And then, and then Sundrick uh, is like gloating and then he gets uh, he gets incinerated roasted by the aliens or by the engines, just like the end of Alien.
3: Yes. Kay uh, shoots her wrist band or her wrist tether and. Pulls yes. Sundric off the ship as well, so Sundric falls off the ship and he's hanging there. He's still tethered to the ship, but he floats the, when Kay pulls him off, it pulls him into position.
2: yeah, it pulls him in front of the engines.
3: yeah, into position in front of the engines. and the engines fire. Sundric dies. Kay is floating away, and she says, uh, there's so many things I still wanted to do, but oh well." I lived every moment of my life to the fullest, and she closes her eyes.
2: And I've I've written, Girl, you're at most twenty years old.
1: <laughs> yeah. Please do not
2: please do not accept your death like this.
3: She closes her eyes and kind of resigns herself to uh, her fate and then opens them to see uh, that Bobbitt Huey has uh, undertaken a spacewalk and managed to catch her before she got too close to the black hole, uh, you know, before she gets caught in the black hole's gravity. Yeah. And he, you know, brings her back to the ship. We get we get this exchange. He says, I
2: told you I've fallen for you, right? And Kay says, that pickup line, how many girls have you said that to, Bobbitt Huey? And uh, Sort of like immediately rebuffing him. And he's like, you almost died and that's all you can say? And then Yuri breaks in and says, feeling special? You can thank your thoughtful partner for this. Kay replies that eavesdropping isn't very thoughtful. Uh, and then I've written, come now, you should thank your partner, miss, says the sex pest. And Kay says, yeah, it sure beats dying.
0: お嬢さん. お目覚めかなひゆい。ん死にそうになっ。ビータ。愛母あ。
2: and then we get a shot of the the ship uh flying away from the black hole as uh as Bobbit huey's song of the summer plays yep then we hit our credits
3: and that's and, the end. And
2: then yeah, that's that's the show. Really, as far as like, this is one of the darker episodes, I think. And it's like, and it's one of those like weird like you could have had a pretty simple locked room. The episode is Kay and Yuri trying to figure out who Sundrick is, but instead of that, we get ship like doomed ship. It's not a murder mystery because you watch the man who does the murders do the murders and then self-murder. And it's all about uh, just like trying to figure out a way to get the only dude who can solve this code to solve this code. And it's just like it throws dark. We got, got drug addiction, we got suicide, and we've got sex pests. Which probably, I, I mean, probably by the standards of the 80s, especially, like, Bobbitt Huey's little uh, little uh, flirtation with sexual assault there is uh, not going to stand out. Not going to really move the needle for people, for, for viewers of that time. Uh, for viewers of this time, it's super fucked.
3: Yeah, it's really messed up, honestly.
2: And, uh, yeah, and then, like, especially because then you have Kay, like, almost... Uh, Almost falling for the guy anyway, and that's not great. But then at the end, like, she is, she is not, she's not gonna, she's not gonna gonna be with
3: this dude. Yeah, in the end, she 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 kind of insults him she, him. she rebuffs him. She constantly rebuffs him. Yeah, uh, and so, then you it, know.
2: eventually, like the last thing, the last thing she she does is like, well, I'll thank my partner because uh, because this is. This is better than dying, I guess.
3: <laughs> sure beats dying. Next on. Next on is uh, is all... Um, I've just written, uh, New
2: dude in a bathtub. Trouble's on the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like the cops are going to be the cops again.
3: Yeah. Um. So this one is all kind of hinges on... It's like a Japanese pun, as far as I can tell. That doesn't work in English. Uh, Kay says, Halt, what's the password? And Yuri says, Can I come in? Kay says, Wrong. Uh, Yuri says, Sorry. Kay says, Still wrong. And then uh, Yuri says, Pardon me. And then they say, Trouble's on the run, says uh, says Kay. So we're coming through, says Yuri. And then they both go, Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Next week, it's... And then one of them says, Pardon us. The other one says, Trouble's on the run, so we're coming through. And then both of them say... What's that even supposed to mean? And that's the next on. What indeed. The joke is that can I come in is gomen kudasai. Sorry is gomen nesai. And pardon me is uh, gomen asobase. So it's right. they all start so with gomen. Just... They all yeah. start with so please, can is... I, may I, may I, that's... may I. <laughs> And it's trying to find the it's it's Uri, uh, Yuri trying to find the right yeah. one. She has Yuri to knows the, the password. She
2: knows the first part of the password, but not the second part of the yes. password. Yes, that, uh, also that's the I,
3: joke. That's the joke. That's the uh, joke. I, I I really loved when they both go yo yeah 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 because they're both like sa 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 sa, which reminds me fantastic. of um I was watching the original thirteen episode Helsing. Uh, in in Japanese because I was because I've never watched it in jap I watched the dub when I first watched it, because Crispin Freeman does a really great job and I was like I'll watch the I, Japanese I like all dub. the voices in that dub that's a good yeah, dub it is a good dub it's one of the best the village of Cheddar <laughs> the ghouls you saw are outside uh, but <laughs> you're referring to the ghouls you saw are outside but the Japanese voice for Alucard whose name I do not know he he makes a meal out of every time he says come on he's is so that's what I was thinking about when the two of them started chanting it. Perfect. It's good. It's great. Perfect. Uh, this next good. episode is going to be pretty great. I, again,
2: another great episode. This episode, yeah, like I said, it's pretty dark. Uh, It's pretty dark and it has a body count. Four. A body count of four. We have the captain, the co-pilot, Marcus, and Sundrick himself Yep, is uh, body number four. So, and, and... It's funny because uh, like the next episode, I think the next two episodes, because uh, because as we've said, we we do these in chunks. And so the next two episodes of this both have significantly higher body counts, but it's like they are they're not the they're not body counts the way you would like. It's all background stuff like this one. Like you, f- you feel every one of these uh,
3: because of the overall tone also the next two episodes are much lighter in tone like yes. this episode is very gr- the violence in this episode is very grounded i want to say
2: oh i fucking forgot the body counts five there's the guy at the beginning gets fucking yes. gunned down in the alley
3: uh what's his name the the 3wa agent
2: alan jamis yeah alan J- jamis or Jame, jamie's But yeah, like, yeah, it's, this is one of those things where it's like, suddenly there's like, and I, I guess the last time we had an episode that like brought home the, the grimness of some of the events that happened was the, the sea slug episode where the guy falls into acid and it's super fucked up.
3: Yeah, the guy that falls into the acid, the 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 destruction at the poolside kind of thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like you have like that going and you're like, "Oh, like yeah, this is kind of fucked up, huh?" And then like and this episode is another one of those where you're just like, "Whoa, this is kind of fucked up." But you know, then uh next episode much much lighter fare as as you will see for yourself. Uh so yeah, that's going to do it for uh for this episode this is this is slightly grimmer episode but again, one of my favorite like probably top five episodes of this series uh possibly the number one, although uh although episode 26 episode 26 might be my my number one honestly it's a it's but a yeah, very uh, fluid ranking. It's a fluid ranking. It it, it shifts, but... Just but about any episode, one of these
3: episodes is in my top five at any given moment. Uh,
2: yeah, this this episode, though, will always be in my... No matter how much the other four fluctuate, this one is is a lock for the top five. This episode and episode 26 are both uh, locked in in the, in the top five somewhere.
3: I've been thinking a lot about Heart of Kreatos. Heart of Kreatos is good. Yeah. Today, five, I am man.
2: thinking of Heart of
3: Criados. Today, Good I luck am thinking to about Criados. no Dokun Dokun. Dokun Dokun. Yeah, uh,
2: but that'll do it. Uh, you can find us on co uh, co co-host, slash project dash pod. Uh, if you like the show, uh, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you to the one brave truth traveler out there unafraid to give us a five-star review uh i don't know if we've had any more (laughs) reviews since that one i still haven't looked but one brave truth teller it's called retiring on the top yeah we want to go out go out on top so uh we will never look again um if you write the show you can write the show it's not a joke you can uh do that by leaving a message on uh on the co-hosts uh we'll read them uh asks are open you can ask anonymously uh if for whatever reason you don't you don't want to admit that you listen to this show i wouldn't blame you it's fine don't worry your secret's safe with us next episode will be end of december sometime right um, december
3: 28th is our next episode
2: december 28th uh so well post christmas
3: pre new year
2: yeah i guess pair. i hope you're i hope your christmas was good I hope that I got to go back to the United States and see my family and wasn't stuck in Germany uh, I guess we'll find out if if future me is listening to this episode hey buddy, chin up Germany's not that bad please don't hang yourself in your apartment I'm kidding yeah, we'll uh-huh. see you next time remember, friends uh, love is zero g